Today is the 4th of October 2019. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I really want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. And let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern of prayer, scripture and music. It's easy, it's simple, you'll pick it up as we go along. I want to apologize again for the really croaky voice, but it's that time of the year in West Yorkshire, unfortunately. But we normally start each episode with an opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? You are here, Lord, in this place. Now. Not only do we stand in awe of how great you are, larger than our imagination, but we can scarcely comprehend that you are with us this moment. Yes, from a distance you are watching us, but you stand beside us as well. Your Spirit's presence quickens our pulse, fills us with wonder when we become aware that you are near. So today, in extraordinary as well as common everyday ways, Lord, make your presence known to us. This is your time, God. The praying we will do comes not only from us, but more importantly from you. When we lose sight of this, Today, as well as every day, Lord, forgive us and live in and through us. Do great things with us today. We pray this, Lord, our Heavenly Father, in the name of your Son and in the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's Bible readings, we'll read some more about King Hezekiah, and we continue with Paul's second letter to the Corinthians. We'll see you on the other side.
Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Loving God, speak to us today. These words written on pages so long ago. Father, may they mean something to us today. Open our eyes to what your Spirit would have us see. Open our ears to what your Spirit would have us hear. Open our minds to what your Spirit would have us know. Open our hearts so that we would know that you truly are King of the Universe. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And for the final time this week, our Bible readings are taken from the God's Word translation. We begin with Isaiah 36. In Hezekiah's fourteenth year as king, King Sennacherib of Assyria attacked all the fortified cities of Judah and captured them. Then the king of Assyria sent his field commander with a large army from Lachish to King Hezekiah at Jerusalem. He stood at the channel for the upper pool on the road to the laundryman's field. Eliakim, who was in charge of the palace and was the son of Hilkiah, Shebna the scribe, and Joah, who was the royal historian, and the son of Asaph, went out to the field commander. The field commander said to them, Tell Hezekiah, This is what the great king, the king of Assyria, says. What makes you so confident? You give useless advice about getting ready for war. Whom then do you trust for support in your rebellion against me? Look, when you trust Egypt, you are trusting a broken stick for a staff. If you lean on it, it stabs your hand and goes through it. This is what Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, is like for everyone who trusts him. Suppose you tell me we're trusting the Lord our God. He's the God whose places of worship and altars Hezekiah got rid of. Hezekiah told Judah and Jerusalem, Worship at this altar. Now make this deal with my master, the king of Assyria. I'll give you two thousand horses if you could put riders on them. How can you defeat my master's lowest-ranking officers when you trust Egypt for chariots and horses? Have I come to destroy this country without the Lord on my side? The Lord said to me, Attack this country and destroy it. Then Eliakim, Shebna, and Joah said to the field commander, Speak to us in Aramaic since we understand it. Don't speak to us in the Judean language, as long as there are people on the walls listening. But the field commander asked, Did my master send me to tell these things only to you and your master? Didn't he send me to the men sitting on the wall, who would have to eat their own excrement and drink their own urine with you? Then the field commander stood and shouted loudly in the Judean language, Listen to the great king, the king of Assyria. This is what the king says. Don't let Hezekiah deceive you. He can't rescue you. Don't let Hezekiah get you to trust the Lord by saying, the Lord will certainly rescue us, and this city will not be put under the control of the king of Assyria. Don't listen to Hezekiah, because this is what the king of Assyria says. Make peace with me. Come out and give yourselves up to me. Everyone will eat from his own grapevine and fig tree, and drink from his own cistern. Then I will come and take you away to a country like your own. It's a country with grain and new wine, a country with bread and vineyards, don't let Hezekiah mislead you by saying to you, The Lord will rescue us. Did any of the gods of the nations rescue their nations from the king of Assyria? Where are the gods of Hamath and Arpad? Where are the gods of Sephaviah? Did they rescue Samaria from my control? 
Did the gods of these countries rescue them from my control? Could the Lord then rescue Jerusalem from my control? They were silent and didn't say anything to him because the king commanded them not to answer him. Then Eliakim, who was in charge of the palace, and was son of Hilkiah, Shebna the scribe, and Joah, who was the royal historian and the son of Asaph, went to Hezekiah with their clothes torn in grief. They told him the message from the field commander. When Hezekiah heard the message, he tore his clothes in grief, covered himself with sackcloth, and went to the Lord's temple. Then he sent Eliakim, who was in charge of the palace, Shebna the scribe, and the leaders of the priests clothed in sackcloth, to the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos. They said to him, This is what Hezekiah says. Today is a day filled with misery, punishment, and disgrace. We are like a woman who are about to give birth, but don't have the strength to do it. The Lord your God may have heard the words of the field commander. His master, the king of Assyria, sent him to defy the living God. The Lord your God may punish him because of the message that the Lord your God heard. Pray for the few people who are left. So King Hezekiah's men went to Isaiah. Isaiah answered them, Say this to your master. This is what the Lord says. Don't be afraid of the message that you heard when the Assyrian king's assistants slandered me. I'm going to put a spirit in him so that he will hear a rumor and return to his own country. I'll have him assassinated in his own country. The field commander returned and found the king of Assyria fighting against Libna. He had heard that the king left Lachish. Now Sennacherib heard that King Tahaka of Sudan was coming to fight him. When he heard this, he sent messengers to Hezekiah, saying, Tell King Hezekiah of Judah, Don't let the God whom you trust deceive you by saying that Jerusalem will not be put under the control of the king of Assyria. You heard what the kings of Assyria did to all countries, how they totally destroyed them. Will you be rescued? Did the God of the nations which my ancestors destroyed rescue Gozan, Haran, Rezaph, and the people of Eden who were in Telassar? Where is the king of Hamath, the king of Arpad, and the kings of the city Sephaviah, Hena, and Eva? Hezekiah took the letter from the messages, read it, and went into the Lord's temple. He spread it out in front of the Lord and prayed to the Lord. Lord of armies, God of Israel, you are enthroned over the angels. You alone are God of the kingdoms of the world. You made heaven and earth. Turn your ear towards me, Lord, and listen. Open your eyes, Lord, and see. Listen to the entire message that Sennacherib sent to defy the living God. It is true, Lord, that the kings of Assyria have leveled every country. They have thrown the gods from these countries into the fire because these gods aren't real gods. There are only wooden and stone statues made by human hands. So the Assyrians have destroyed them. Now, Lord our God, rescue us from Assyria's control, so that all the kingdoms on earth shall know that you alone are the Lord. Then Isaiah, son of Amos, sent a message to Hezekiah. This is what the Lord God of Israel says. You prayed to me about King Sennacherib of Assyria. This is the message that the Lord speaks to him. My dear people in Zion despise you and laugh at you. My people in Jerusalem shake their heads behind your back. Whom are you defying and slandering? Against whom are you shouting? Who are you looking at so arrogantly? It is the Holy One of Israel. 
through your servants, you defy the Lord and say, With my many chariots I'll ride up the high mountains, up the slopes of Lebanon. I'll cut down its tallest cedars and its finest cypresses. I'll come back to its most distant heights and its most fertile forests. I'll drink wells and drink water. I'll dry up all the streams of Egypt with the trampling of my feet. Haven't you heard? I did this long ago. I planned it in the distant past. Now I make it happen, so that you will turn fortified cities into piles of rubble. Those who live in these cities are weak, discouraged, and ashamed. They will be like plants in the field, like fresh green grass on the roofs dried up by the east wind. I know when you get up and sit down, when you go out and come in, and how you rage against me. Since you rage against me, and your boasting has reached my ears, I will put a hook in your nose, and my bridle in your mouth. I will make you go back the way you came. This will be a sign for you, Hezekiah. You will eat what grows by itself this year, and the next year you will eat what comes up by itself. But in the third year you will plant and harvest, plant vineyards and eat what is produced. Those few people from the nation of Judah who escape will again take root and produce crops. Those few people will go out from Jerusalem, and those who escape will go out from Mount Zion. The Lord of armies is determined to do this. This is what the Lord says about the king of Assyria. He will never come into the city, shoot an arrow here, hold a shield up in front of it, or put up dirt ramps to attack it. He will go back the way he came. He won't come into the city, declares the Lord of armies. I will shield the city to rescue it for my sake, and for the sake of my servant David. The Lord's angel went out and killed 185,000 soldiers in the Assyrian camp. When the Judeans got up early in the morning, they saw all the corpses. Then King Sennacherib of Assyria left. He went home to Nineveh and stayed there. While he was worshipping in the temple of his god Nisroch, Adramalak and Shariazar, his sons, assassinated him and escaped to the land of Ararat. His son Esarhaddon succeeded him as king. 2 Corinthians 5 We know that if the life we live here on earth is ever taken down like a tent, we still have a building from God. It's an eternal house in heaven that isn't made by human hands. In our present tent-like existence we sigh, since we long to put on the house we will have in heaven. After we've put it on, we won't be naked. While we are in this tent, we sigh. We feel distressed because we don't want to take off the tent, but we do want to put on the eternal house. Then eternal life will put an end to our mortal existence. God has prepared us for this and has given us His Spirit to guarantee it. So we are always confident. We know that as long as we are living in these bodies, we are living away from the Lord. Indeed, our lives are guided by faith, not by sight. We are confident and prefer to live away from this body and live with the Lord. Whether we live in the body or move out of it, our goal is to be pleasing Him. All of us must appear in front of Christ's judgment seat. Then all people will receive what they deserve for the good or the evil they have done while living in their bodies. As people who know what it means to fear the Lord, we try to persuade others. God already knows what we are, and I hope that you also know what we are.
We're not trying to show you our qualifications again, but we are giving you an opportunity to be proud of us. Then you can answer those who are proud of their appearance rather than their character. So, if we were crazy, it was for God. If we are sane, it was for you. Clearly, Christ's love guides us. We are convinced of the fact that one man has died for all people, therefore all people have died. He died for all people so that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for the man who died and was brought back to life for them. So from now on, we don't think of anyone from a human point of view. If we did think of Christ from a human point of view, we don't anymore. Whoever is a believer in Christ is a new creation. The old way of living has disappeared. A new way of living has come into existence. God has done all this. He has restored our relationship with Him through Christ and given us this ministry of restoring relationships. In other words, God was using Christ to restore His relationship with humanity. He didn't hold people's faults against them and He has given us this message of restored relationships to tell others. Therefore, we are Christ's representatives and through us, God is calling you. We beg on behalf of Christ to become reunited with God. God had Christ, who was sinless, take our sins that we might receive God's approval through Him. Song of Solomon 8 If only you were my brother, one who nursed at my mother's breasts. If I saw you on the street, I would kiss you, and no one would look down on me. I would lead you. I would bring you into my mother's house. She is the one who was my teacher. I would give you some spiced wine to drink, some juices squeezed from my pomegranates. His left hand is under my head. His right hand caresses me. Young woman of Jerusalem, swear to me that you will not awaken love or arouse love before its proper time. The Chorus of Young Woman Who is this young woman coming in from the wilderness with her arm around her beloved? Bride under the apple tree I woke you up. There your mother went into labor with you. There she went into labor and gave birth to you. Wear me as a signet ring on your heart, as a ring on your hand. Love is as overpowering as death. Devotion is as unyielding as the grave. Love's flames are flames of fire, flames that come from the Lord. Raging waters cannot extinguish love, and the rivers will never wash it away. If a man exchanged all his family's wealth for love, people would utterly despise him. The Brothers We have a little sister, and she has no breasts. What will we do for our sister on the day she becomes engaged? If she is a wall, we will build a silver barrier around her. If she is a door, we will barricade her with cedar boards. Bride I am a wall and my breasts are like towers. So he considers me to be the one who has found peace. Solomon had a vineyard at Baal Haman. He trusted the vineyard to caretakers. Each one was to bring 25 pounds of silver in exchange for its fruit. My own vineyard is in front of me. That 25 pounds of silver is yours, Solomon, and five pounds for those who go take care of its fruit. Groom young woman living in the gardens. While your friends are listening to your voice, let me hear. Bride, 
Come away quickly, my beloved. Run like a gazelle or a young stag on the mountains of spices. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And then after the music, we're going to pray. Before we say our prayers for today, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email. Check the show notes for all the contact details. There are links there. And if you click on them, they'll take you to wherever you need to go. But let's pray, shall we? Lord our God, our Father in heaven, we come to you as your children. Bless us, you pray. Bless us especially in the days when fear tries to take hold of us. Let your help come down to us as you've promised, the great help in Jesus Christ who shall come to redeem the whole world. Bless us through your word. Renew us again and again to stand firm and true to you. For you are our help for redemption and reconciliation. Through Jesus Christ. Amen. And our prayers this week have all been prayers written by John Birch. 
Let's pray, shall we? Arise, shine, for the light of the world has come. Darkness covers the earth and its people, but the radiance of God's light burns away its shadows, illuminates the smallest corner, and heralds in the start of a new day where hearts no longer fear. Souls might be set free, and sister shall follow brother. Nations shall follow nation, and kings and princes shall bow down in awe before the one who comes to reign. Arise, shine, for the light of the world has come. Alleluia. And we say together the prayers that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. And forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. May grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. And if you want to partner with us, please, please, please partner with us. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information about me or the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. You can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray. And so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way.